What's up, everybody? It's Peyton Aldridge with the Halftime Show. Uh, Episode 2 started last week. The show does air every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Uh, I do believe I said 3 p.m. last week. Uh, It is 10 a.m. Sorry for that. Um, This week going to be talking about a couple different things um pretty much same as last week going to go over the nba finals uh look at games one and two going to look at nascar where they were at this past weekend where they'll be going to coming up uh take a look at the point standings uh look at some pro motocross and then we're going to go into a little bit of in-depth detail into the ncaa baseball the super regionals coming up um that is kind of the big thing going on well the nba finals are big but um, you know, there's only so much we can go into depth with the NBA Finals. Everyone knows knows the situation there, of course. Um, so, so we're gonna look. We're gonna take an in-depth look at the NCAA baseball, um, and 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 we'll go from there. Let's get it going. So, so like I said, NBA Finals uh, games one and two. They were this past week. Uh, game one was played. Last Thursday, the Warriors took it. I'm sure everyone knows. Warriors took it 124 to 114. Uh, game did go into overtime. It was a good game. It was a fun game to watch um, throughout. I mean, it stayed pretty tight. The Warriors tried to get away a little bit. The Cavs held on. It's, I mean, it was just kind of kind of back and forth the whole game. Warriors had a decent third quarter. Cavs had a good fourth quarter. Um, and, and the play everyone knows. Uh, I'm not going to say the Cavs had, had a chance to win it because there was – there was still time on the clock, um, but LeBron Lane, LeBron James drives the lane, passes out to George Hill. He gets fouled, uh, makes the first shot to tie the game. Uh, second one he misses. If that one goes in, there's still, I think, four and a half seconds left on the clock. So there's, you could say, ah, oh, he makes that, they win. That's not true. You give, you give one of the best shooting teams in all of base, in baseball, in all of basketball. A chance for four seconds, that's, that's all the time in the world. So we're not going to say that, that they would have won. But it does give you the lead there. Um, instead, he does miss that second free throw in, and then in a play that will probably be in NBA history for quite a while. Uh, J.R. Smith grabbed the rebound. Uh, Could have put it up. Uh, I think, I, and I'm going to give J.R. Smith the benefit of the doubt, I really believe, mate, he, I, I think he knew the score. How, how can you not know the score? You, it's the NBA Finals. It's the very end. You can't tell me he didn't know the score. And if he didn't know the score, then that's a problem within itself. Um, I mean, it really is. But we're going to say he knew the score. I think he was looking for a timeout. I think when he when it, when he bounced outside, you know, he got it, bounced outside beyond the arc. I think he looked for a timeout. And he did look up and he started running. Now, that could also go for him not knowing the score. It also kind of looked like he got the ball and was trying to get away from a foul, thinking, oh, they're going to foul me. So, I don't know what happened there. LeBron was obviously distraught. Uh, a second and a half, he did start to call a timeout. I don't know if it was missed. And it was... Uh, there was some, there was some bad calls throughout that game. Um, it went both ways some of the time, some of the game, but it seemed to favor the Warriors. Uh, when we talk about game game two, we're probably going to talk about the same thing. Warriors fans probably aren't going to like it, 
but those those calls did favor the Warriors. I mean, point blank, um, they did. And there at the end, I thought LeBron got a, what a, you know had a time. The the ref was looking right at him. He called a timeout. There was like I was watching a video of him calling the timeout. They had it synced up with the clock. He caught it with just over a second. Is that enough time? I don't know. Who knows? It, it's just, it doesn't matter now. Uh, but anyway, J.R. Smith ran the clock out. <laughs> he flat out ran the clock out. They go into overtime where the Warriors just pretty much were dialed in. Ended up with a 10-point victory there. Scored 17 to the Cavs, 7 in overtime. Um, LeBron, I saw him on the sideline. I saw a video. He, he asked you know, were we out of timeouts? And they, they told him, no, no, we had timeouts. And he was mad. He was mad. He, he, and they should have called a timeout. There should have been, uh, whether it was a coach, player, whoever, should have been responsible. The timeout should have been called. You get the rebound on a tie game with four seconds left, you want a timeout. You're not just going to try to put it up there. You're going to draw a play up. Probably draw a play up for LeBron. And they, the Warriors wouldn't even know it's coming. It happens all year. And that's a shot LeBron makes a decent amount of the time. Uh, LeBron did end up with 51 points, <laughs> 8 rebounds, 8 assists. Um, a dominating NBA performance. It's one that will go down as an, as, an, as an all-time great, but it won't be as good as some of the best ones simply because they didn't win. If they win, that's top 3 all-time performance in the NBA Finals to me. Uh, but they didn't, so... So not quite. Um, on to game two. Game two, it was I'm not gonna say it was back and forth. It 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 started out pretty even. The Warriors end of first quarter had a four point lead. It was thirty two to twenty eight. Uh, they kind of jumped up a little bit. The Warriors did in that second quarter. Second quarter, uh, they outscored them by nine points. Uh, so going into halftime, they had a thirteen point lead. Uh, coming out, the Cavs, they looked better. Uh, LeBron James, Kevin Love, they were on. I mean, they, they were looking good. Um, uh, on, the, on the other side, the Warriors, they were still on, though. I mean, they, they still were. Uh, game one, Kevin Durant, he, he just it didn't, it didn't show. He Guarding LeBron James just wasn't there. He wasn't there. Game two, much, much better for Kevin Durant. Uh, we'll give him that. He, he played much, much better. And I, I was impressed with that and, and his overall performance. Uh, Kevin Durant ended up with 26 points, 9 rebounds, and 7 assists. Game 2. Uh, back to the game. Third quarter, the Cavs brought it a little closer. Start of the fourth quarter, they started making a little run. Um, there was a play going to the refs. The, it, wasn't one, it, it wasn't both ways this time. The, call, the bad calls weren't going both ways. They were favoring the Warriors. That's just point blank. I mean, it, they were favoring the Warriors. And and I'm not going to say it made a difference. I mean, obviously it makes some type of difference. But I'm not saying, oh, the Cavs would win had these calls been, you know, had everything been called correctly. Because that's just not going to happen for one. There's going to be bad calls. Um, But there was a play. LeBron James running down the court. I think it was uh, Stephon Curry. I think Kevin Durant was running with him, ball passed to him, and they just ran straight into him. I mean, just ran straight into him. He started to foul, kind of caught himself, but went out of bounds. No foul called. And and LeBron was so distraught. He was so mad. There was uh, there was a play in the first quarter. Steph Curry got, got fouled. Um, did not look like a foul, but, you know, that happens. Go to the free throw line. Uh, I, I believe he... 
He just completely missed her. It caught the rim, went straight out of bounds, and they caught it Warriors ball. Cavs didn't touch it. I mean, they were nowhere close to touching it. Um, so, like I said, I, I don't, I don't know if if that played a part. Um, there's, there's no way of knowing. There's just no way. But, but it, it, it to me, it definitely affected the game. And and hopefully, game three is going to be a little tighter called. You know, I'm okay with bad calls if it's going both ways. Or if it's somewhere, ah, he might have fouled him, he might not have. You know, depending on who you're a fan of, you might think it's a bad call. These calls have been blatant. The Warriors fans, they're not going to admit it. They know that 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 these have been bad calls. So, game three, it is tonight. Tonight, 9 Eastern, 8 Central. It is going to be played at Quicken Loans Arena. Um, which is, of course, home of the Cavaliers. So, gonna hope for, like I said, more tighter card game. I think, you know, Warriors are up 2 0. I think Cavs take this one. I think Cavs get down 2 1. I'm thinking LeBron's gonna score north of 35 to 45. He's gonna have a good game. The line on the game's just, they got Georgia State by, uh, Georgia State, (laughs) excuse me, people. They got Golden State by 5, over and under at 216.5. So, <clears throat> I think the Cavs pulled off 2-1. If, depending on who shows up to help LeBron, they have a chance to even it up. I still think the Warriors, and, and, and everyone thinks this, Warriors are still going to win it. But the Cavs can even it back up, I, I feel. I feel like they can. Uh, but but if, if, if the Cavs want any chance at all, any chance at all possibly winning the finals. They have to have a dominating win here, a, a confidence-building win, win, one where they just, they're in all aspects of the game. Uh, game two, Steph, Steph Curry made nine three-pointers, a new NBA record. That's crazy. They're going to have to stop that. You, you can't just stop that. He was shooting it from half court making it. You, you can't just stop it. But, um, you know, lower it. Let him make five, six three-pointers. You know, that's, that's okay. You know, we'll work with that. Uh, gonna have to run some plays. J.R. Smith, Kevin Love. You know, I heard, I heard some people saying, you know, bench J.R. Smith, put Kyle Korver in. That might be something they want to look at. Maybe wake J.R. Smith up a little bit. Um, that's he. He's been he's been slacking. He's been slacking a lot. So let's get him. Let's get let's get him woke up. Kyle Korver woke up. I think the Cavs can pull off Game Three. Uh, do it dominating. I think they might can get Game Four. We'll worry about that a little later on. It is Friday. Um, the 8th, and then Game 5, given there is a Game 5, would be Monday the 11th, uh, obviously. So we'll have have three games to talk about in the next show. Uh, we'll worry about that when we get to it. Uh, so so Game 3 is tonight, 9 Eastern, 8 Central. Y'all tune into that. Going to be at Quicken Loans Arena in Cleveland. Um, so let's get let's get on to something else besides the finals. I know that's that's what everyone hears. That's what everyone talks about. So uh, let's talk about a little NASCAR. This is the halftime show. We are we are going to talk about a little bit about everything, uh, whether it's boxing, MMA, baseball, basketball, football, NASCAR, motocross, soccer. Um, I'm not huge into soccer, but I like watching it. We're going to talk about it. Tennis, you know, whatever. Uh, y'all y'all got something y'all want us to talk about? Let us know on Twitter. You can find us at halftime underscore show 18. 
Uh, you can find me on my personal page. You can send stuff to me at Peyton, P-E-Y-T-O-N, underscore Aldridge, A-L-D-R-I-D-G-E. I am the host, of course, of the Halftime Show. Uh, send us any questions y'all have. We'll answer them in a couple weeks. We're going to do it. We're going to have a Q&A segment, so we'll just field answers the whole time. Um, we're looking to have a couple of guests on in the next coming weeks. going to be some surprises. That'll be fun, so so tune into that. And uh, but, uh, Let's get talking about NASCAR. So NASCAR this past weekend, they raced at Pocono. Pocono 400. It was a fun race. Uh, it, it looked to be dominated by Kevin Harvick. Honestly, I thought it was going to be another Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch show. Um, but Martin Truex, he, he got up there in stage one, had a little problem, fell back to 15th. I think he jumped back up to top five within like 10 laps. Uh, so he had a strong car, but just Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch looked, looked to be dominating the whole race. Uh, but that didn't happen. Martin Truex got to the front, stayed up there, had a strong, strong car in the end. Uh, Kyle Larson had a good car. On that last restart, it kind of looked like, you know, hey, Kyle Larson might have something for Truex. Um, he didn't. Still a good, still a strong race, I thought, for him. Uh, but Truex, I mean, good car. Uh can't say nothing more. It was one of his home tracks, you could say. But he took the win. Kyle Larson finished second. Uh, Kyle Busch did grab the third spot, followed by Kevin Harvick in fourth. Uh, Brad Keselowski got the fifth spot, followed by Ryan Blaney, Eric Amarola, Jimmy Johnson, Joey Logano, and Chase Elliott to round off the top ten. A uh, couple notables that had some problems. Bubba Wallace had some problems, had an engine failure. Uh, looked like it was he shifted wrong. Casey Kane had a transmission problem. Uh, Denny Hamlin was involved in a wreck early on. Uh, Eric Jones involved in a wreck there toward the end. Alex Bowman in a wreck and Ryan Newman. All all kind of top guys that just, just weren't there. They were involved in wrecks early. Uh, to the standings in NASCAR, they will be racing at Michigan this next weekend. Uh, good little track, fast track, much like Pocono. A real similar to Talladega and Daytona. It, it, it isn't a restrictor plate race. Um, so they run, they run 200 miles an hour around that thing. Uh, looking at the points, Kyle Busch still the leader. Uh, Kevin Harvick moved into second place past Joey Logano, who still sits at third. Martin Truex has the fourth spot, followed by Brad Keselowski at fifth. Uh, a couple notables, Kyle Larson's there at ninth. Ryan Blaney, tenth. Little surprise, Eric Almirola sitting there in eleventh. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, twelfth. Not, not having the year he wants, but the past couple weeks he has looked a lot better. I will give him that. He has looked a whole lot better. Uh, Chase Elliott there in thirteenth. A um, couple guys that are kind of just sitting down toward the bottom. Uh, Casey Kane, which, you know, he he not with Hendrick anymore, uh, running that 95 car. Um, just it, He looks to have, I mean, he, he qualifies pretty decent. He practices pretty decent. He runs pretty decent. It just falls off. Uh, that could be the equipment. I don't know. Um, Bubba Wallace there in 23rd. William Byron there in 21st. Uh, William Byron is the highest running rookie. So, you know, in the rookie race, he would be winning it as of now. Pretty decent little cushion uh, there, 19-point cushion. R- rookie William Byron, Byron in that 24 car made special by Jeff Gordon. Uh, so, yeah, next week, this week, coming up Sunday, they are at Michigan. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to make, I'm gonna make, I'm going to make a pick. Y'all can make fun of me if it doesn't work out, or y'all can rejoice me if it does. I'm going to go with Kyle Larson. That's that's my guy. Kyle Larson's my driver. Um, I'm going to go with Kyle Larson. He, he he won at Michigan last year. I think he can do it again. He's He's been looking real good. 
so he's going to have a he's who I pick, I think. I think the old 42 car is going to pull it off. It's going to be a fun little race, fast little race, uh, a lot of passing, uh, a lot of chance for big wrecks. So uh, let's move to pro motocross. Um, <laughs> it's going to sound like a replay from last week, but but Eli Tomac dominates again. I mean, he uh, <laughs> just pure domination. He's now six for six in the motos. Uh, Hangtown, Glen Helen, and Thunder Valley. They race two motos at each track. Uh, and then there is an overall moto winner, which, of course, since he's six for six, he's been the overall moto winner at all three tracks. Um, just, just been dominating uh, this past week. He struggled. It looked like Roxanne Maya. He, he pulled away. Um, Baggett was running good. Justin Barsha wrecked. Kind of caught up Tomac. Tomac fell to third. Uh, Tomac caught Baggett and then eventually caught Roxon and just cruised on. There's no one, no one really running as good as Tomac right now. Nowhere even close. I mean, he he, ten seconds back, he's gonna catch you. Um, just looked great though. I mean, he and I expect it to continue. Uh, I really do. They race this coming up. Well, they got a week off and then June 16th they'll run at High Point up in Mount Morris, Pennsylvania. Uh, that'll be a fun little race. Everyone loves that. Anybody close there? Go check it out. It's it's fun. Uh, no, not a whole lot of people. A whole lot of my listeners. You know, I have a large college football listening, which you know maybe why numbers to the show are down a little bit. But you know, college football still ninety days out. It's coming. We're gonna start talking about it soon. Doing a little bit of team previews. Um, and and by the way, if y'all got a team preview y'all want done, send it to us. We do uh, team previews over at CFB Hourglass. It's a website that I write for. CFBHourglass.com. You can find us on Twitter, CFB Hourglass, and we're now on Facebook. Just type in College Football Hourglass. Uh, we do team previews, give you an in-depth. We, we, we're big in analytics. Uh, we look at numbers. So if you're a bet, if you're into betting, go check it out. Uh, but if you, if you want a team preview, if you want a, uh, any type of preview for anything, just send it to us. We'll, we'll help you out. Uh, but back to motocross. I was a little, I'll throw that in there. Uh, dominated by Tomat. A couple of surprises. Benny Bloss finished fifth. He's been running good. He re- uh, Moto one, he came in sixth. Moto two, fifth. Um, Justin Barsha won the whole shot both races. Just, gosh, he's so good at getting whole shots, but he just, he, he never holds it. Uh, still looked good, though. You know, he finished fifth the first, sixth, and the second. Uh, Weston Pike finished seventh and seventh. Looked good. Um, but yeah, overall good race, just dominated by Tomac. There's really not a whole lot we can talk about this one, just because of the domination. Dominated both of them. Uh, so, guess we're gonna talk about some NCAA basketball. We got about 11 minutes left on the show. We're gonna kind of take an in-depth look at um, the super regionals coming up. They start Friday, uh, and and it was a good weekend. A couple of upsets this past weekend in the regionals. Um, some big upsets, some surprises, some some good runs, some some good runs specifically by by my my home team, <laughs> Mississippi State. Well, we'll get to that. Uh, so we're just gonna go to the top. Look at the gains for regional. Uh, Florida did advance. They did struggle. They FAU um, brought them to a, had to play a second game yesterday, um, and then I thought FAU was gonna pull it off, but Florida Florida did grab it. They did advance. They. They struggled, but but they're still to me the number one team. You still gonna have to, I think you're gonna have to go through them to get the Omaha, uh, or or to even get to the championship for that matter. So uh, Gainesville Regional, Florida advanced over Jacksonville, Columbia, and FAU. Uh, 
they play the winner of the Riley Division, which NC State had the number one seed there, uh, but they didn't advance. They were eliminated. Auburn advanced over, of course, NC State, Northeastern, and Army. Uh, Auburn looked good. I mean, they just swept through, no problem. They did. Uh, their pitcher, Casey Miles, he was the first overall pick yesterday in the 2018 MLB draft. Uh, no surprise there. I mean, the, the, the guy's talented. He can pitch, flat-out pitch. You put him on the mound, you get a couple runs this game. I mean, it, it's – it's and, and that's what Florida's they, – they didn't look good pitching. Um, so, they're going to have to – their pitching's going to have to come together a little bit. Their last series um, – last series of the season, they were swept by Mississippi State. Uh, so, they've been struggling. So, they're going to have to get it together to beat Auburn. Uh, I do feel – they beat they do beat Auburn honestly I think they 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 close it out uh, I think it'll go three games but but I, I look for them to to finish off with the win so from that from that super regional I'm going with Florida let's go down to the Lubbock regional uh, where Texas Tech advanced over Louisville Kent State and New Mexico State Texas Tech looked good I mean they they straight up they they were they were balling um, they're a tough team they're they're a tough team. Coach Tim Corbin, he's he's got a tough little crew. Uh, but I do feel this matchup they're going against. Let's hop down to the Athens Regional where Georgia was the one seed. Uh, did not advance. Duke, the two seed. Uh, lost to Troy day one. This got shut out. And then next next three games, I mean, they just, <laughs> next four games, they just ran it through the table. I mean, they run, they're putting up runs, home runs. They look good. Um, and, and they got good pitching. They have a, one of the best bullpens in college baseball, I feel. Uh, so, <laughs> this is tough. Um, Texas Tech and Duke in that, playing in Lubbock for the Super Regional. I, I'm going with Duke with the upset. I mean, I guess you wouldn't call it an upset, but I think Duke can pull it off definitely uh, and beat Texas Tech there and uh, advance to Omaha. It, it'll go three games because Texas Tech's not going to be a pushover. They're not going to be a pushover, but I, I'm going to go with Duke there. Um, hop over to the Fayetteville region this past weekend. Arkansas, the one seed, had Southern Miss, Dallas Baptist, and Oral Roberts in its region. Uh, they did advance. They looked good. No problems there. Swept through. Uh, Arkansas's got a good club, good hitting club, good pitching. You know, nothing great, but they are overall good. Uh, tough team you're going to have to worry about, I think. Uh, they play the winner of the Greenville Regional, where East Carolina was the one seed, uh, South Carolina 2, Ohio State 3, and UNC Wilmington, University of North Carolina Wilmington was that four seed. Uh, South Carolina did advance. They they looked good. Uh, eliminated the one seed early. Uh, UNCW looked good. They, they looked like a tough little bunch um, in that game against South Carolina to for the winner advances. Well, game one of that winner advances. Uh, they put up a fight. They did. They, they, uh, South Carolina, I think, thought they were going to have to play another game. Uh, but South Carolina advanced. They ended up pulling it off. Uh, so South Carolina, Arkansas. South Carolina's good, but I think Arkansas is just, just overall too good. I'm going to go with Arkansas advancing there. Uh, down to the Austin Regional, we had Texas, Indiana, Texas A&M, and Texas Southern. A bunch of Texas teams all grouped up together. Uh, interesting little thing there. Uh, Texas A&M had a good club all year, but Texas Texas looked good. They did advance as the one seed. Um, they looked really good. I mean, that's that's they're a team that's going to make a run. I believe they're going to make a run. 
uh, this next this next region, the Oxford Regional, uh, this this was the upset. Uh, Ole Miss was the one seed, had the four overall national seed. Uh, Tennessee Tech at the two seed, Missouri, Missouri State three, St. Louis four. Um, looking at names, I think you think the Oxford Regional was probably the easiest, but that wasn't the case. They that uh, as far as RPI, this was one of the tougher regionals, um, and 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 it kind of proved Ole Miss went. Just ran through everybody. Came yesterday, game one against Tennessee Tech. Tennessee Tech just blew them out. I mean, I think the score was 13-5. to five. Might be wrong there a little bit, but, I mean, they blew them out. Uh, forced a game two, Tennessee Tech. Just Ole Miss put up a score. Tennessee Tech put up a score. Ole Miss did. Tennessee Tech did. They got the lead. Uh, they held on to it. They pulled off the win. Tennessee Tech upset Oxford, the Oxford Regional Ole Miss and uh, sent Ole Miss packing. Ole Miss is going home again. They just... They they struggle with Bianca. Bianca's a good Bianca's a good coach, um, but out of his 18 years, I think they've only made it to the Super Regionals once or to Omaha once. So so that's you know you're gonna have to look at that. But Tennessee Tech does advance, play Texas. Uh, Tennessee Tech's a good team. I'm going with Texas there. They're just they're just too good to be honest. Um, On to the Stanford Regional, we had Stanford as the one seed, Baylor, Cal State Fullerton, and Wright State. Uh, Stanford, a good ball club, is somebody. It's a club I had in, in making it the Final Four, making it into Omaha. Um, but Cal State Fullerton, they're a baseball powerhouse. There's never counting them out. You shouldn't ever count them out. Um, they did advance as the three seed. I mean, they looked good too. Uh, no doubt, looked good. Uh, and they play another one of, I guess you would call an upset of the regional over in the Conway Regional. Coastal Carolina had the one seed. You know, won the national championship a few years back. UConn had the two seed, Washington had the three, and LIU of Brooklyn had the four. Coastal Carolina, I thought they had another good chance to run the table. I didn't have them as a Final Four, but I, I definitely thought they were going to be in Omaha. Um, so that was that. That was a you know that was definitely upset to me. Um, UConn, they were a two seed to me. I, I was watching some film of film of them. They didn't look great. So for Cal State to advance, it's not a huge surprise. It's, excuse me, for Washington to advance. It's not a huge surprise. Um, Washington has a good club uh, coming you know, out of that. Cal, Cal State Fullerton, Washington, both three seeds. Uh, I'm going to go with Cal State Fullerton to advance. They just, they, they, they're, they're that powerhouse. They have that, you know, they have, they know what they're doing. Coach knows what they're doing. So I think Cal State Fullerton will be going to Omaha. Hopping down to the Clemson Regional where Clemson was the one seed. Uh, Vanderbilt was the two, St. John's is the three, and Moorhead State at the four. Uh, Van- Vanderbilt looked good. Clemson had had some bad games. There was really no competition. Vanderbilt just swept through, looked good, advanced. Um, they do play what some would call a surprise, not to me. Uh, of course, they are my team. Tallahassee Regional Florida State. Is that one seed, Mississippi State, as that two seed. And Oklahoma was the three with Sanford at the four. Uh, Mississippi State was down to its last, very last strike against Florida State um, day two. And they hit a walk-off home run, went on to win four straight to advance, uh, beat Oklahoma two times there to advance. Uh, they look good. They look good. Their hitting is on. Pitching look better. I think Mississippi State advances, beat Vanderbilt, goes to Omaha. Uh, we're running out of time here, so we're going to kind of go through these last three kind of quick. Last four, on to the Chapel Hill Regional. Uh, North Carolina was the one, Purdue was the two, Houston three, NC A&M was the four. Uh, North Carolina blew through there, no surprise. That's one of my top teams. 
Uh, they'll play the winner of the D- DeLand Regional, which was Stetson was the one seed, South Florida, Oklahoma State, and Hartford rounded out the two, three, and four. Uh, Stetson, no problem, swept through. Stetson looked good. They're a surprise. Um, North Carolina baseball powerhouse. I actually pick. I'm going to pick Stetson to beat North Carolina in advance to the finals. Um, it's going to be a little interesting battle. On to the Miss, Minute, Minneapolis and Corvallis regional. Both Minnesota, the one seed, and Oregon State, the one seed, and Corvallis advance. Uh, Oregon State blew out everybody. Blew out LSU twice. I mean, just blew everyone out. Um, I pick Oregon State. Oregon State, I think, is is my team that's going to really make a run. Probably see them in the championship game. You, who knows? This is baseball. Um, but I would definitely look out look out for that. Uh, most games do start this Saturday. Uh, some start Friday. It's kind of they they kind of got them switched. So there's some games Friday. Some going to be played Saturday. Uh, but check them out. It's going to be fun. Uh, next week we'll we'll preview. You know the teams going to Omaha. We'll kind of make our picks. Uh, pick some games, do a little previews there. Um, been a fun show today, guys. Like I said, follow us on Twitter at Halftime Show, at Halftime underscore Show 18. Follow me on Twitter at Peyton underscore Aldridge. Uh, a couple of my uh, side I write for at CFB Hourglass. Um, follow them on Twitter. Uh, be sure to follow IMV Gaming on Twitter, bringing back college football. So that's, you know, we love college football, video games coming back. So they're bringing it back. Uh, my name is Sean Designs. He's done all my design work for for the Twitter page and everything we have. So y'all go check him out. And, of course, this is 12 Ounce Sports Radio. So y'all follow at 12 Ounce Sports. Um, we love 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Anything you need, follow you know follow them. Listen in on TuneIn Radio. Uh, been a great show, guys. I appreciate everyone for listening. Um, come in, you know, tune in next week, every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 Central. And, uh, you know, we love it. Hell State. Goodbye, guys. Thanks.